Well, I didn't really know what to do with this request, so uh, I know you're snooker loopy nuts, so here we go. I might as well, rather than just talking, I might as well try and sing it. So, uh, snooker loopy nuts are we, me and him and them and me. We'll show you what we can do with a load of balls and a snooker cue. Pot the red, then screw back for the yellow, green, brown, blue, pink and black. Snooker loopy nuts are we. We're all snooker, loopy, bum 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 bum. Knock knock. Hello, Joe. Would you like a trick shot or a treat? Oh, <laughs> um, a trick shot. Well, you're going to get both during this podcast, mate, because this is the Snooker Loopy podcast. We are back, the Halloween special. I'm here with my very, very good friend. Oh, yeah. It is. <laughs> yes, that's why I did that, Joe, because it's nearly Halloween. Joe completely forgot it was nearly Halloween, clearly. But, um, oh, dear, never mind. Spooktacular mistake from absolutely. me. Absolutely. And I'm here with Dracula himself, Joe Hannard. Good evening, everybody. How are we doing? I am well, mate. How are you doing? Good, yes. Um, it's uh, been half term for me this week, so a little bit more relaxed than usual. You seem nice and calm. You seem happy. Have you enjoyed having a week off? Yes, very much so. Yeah, uh, plenty of football manager, plenty of days out. Life's all good. Speaking of football manager and your other YouTube series, Joe, I've I've got a bone to pick with you. You've got a bone to pick with me about football manager no 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 okay because you have a couple of series one of them is f1 manager yes you were playing it recently and you were going oh who should i pick for my driver shall we get lewis hamilton or or look at the ratings for sebastian ocon or or sergio perez when clearly the man you should have chosen and all the podcast listeners would agree was a man called gregory saucy Gregory Saucy. Well, it's funny you should say that. I think Gregory Saucy has disappeared from the game. Because you rejected him, Joe. <laughs> yes, yeah, Gregory Saucy. The Saucy Sausage, as he's known. <laughs> Clearly you should have made Gregory Saucy world champion. That's all I'm saying. Well, yes, maybe next year. Who knows? Have you watched any more of the 900? I don't know why. I'm obsessed with it now. Uh, you know what? I watched a little bit... Um, I think Tony Drago was playing the other day and Nigel mm. Bond. That seemed a decent um, line-up, so I, I did watch a little bit. There was there was something that tickled me, though. Somebody asked, um, what's the point in calling it the 900 if you don't tick down from 900 seconds? And I thought that was a, a great point, actually. That's fair. Um, and... Uh, they replied and said, "Oh, in the in the heat of the moment and with pressure, players can't work out how many minutes are left when it's seven hundred and thirty-eight seconds." I think they're doing players a disservice there. I think most people would would know. Well, they'd, they'd know it was more than two. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you you would know. I think you would know. I think. I think fair. if you if you seen you had a hundred seconds left, I think generally you probably say, "Right, I, I, I take about." five to ten seconds a shot mm-hmm. therefore if i've got 100 seconds i've got 10 shots left and if if i need to pop 12 balls then i'm gonna have to go a bit quick mm-hmm. i you know i don't think it's that hard is it tom yeah no, but uh, think... it did tickle me a little bit 
I've got something that tickled me here, Joe. There was a, a little commentary mishap by the shirt. Lee the shirt. Which I'm going to send you a link to now, which I think Ooh. this could be. I think he's secretly auditioning to host the uh, Snooker Late Night Extra show. Oh, wow. Sure, and back. Well, no, that's a shame. I think you can probably Hold say... What's your shot? What's your shot, quick? I think the shot here is to... Um, red, red cannon the black out of the way of the blue and play the blue. Yeah. I think you're right. Yep, he's seen it, he's seen it, he's seen it. He's seen it. He knows I'll give him a drilling. A grilling, a grilling either. Not again. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a cracker. Is that Ali Carter commentating with him, Tom? It is Ali Carter commentating with him, yeah. It's a bit, uh, a bit of an odd... Uh selection but Ali Carter he introduced the the day by Lee the shirt bringing him in and going I'm joined by Ali Carter and Ali Carter went good evening everyone this is your captain speaking and I hope you have your seatbelts on and you're ready for a great night of snooker wow well there you go there you go giving people drill-ins making sure that they've got their seatbelts on it's x-rated stuff the 900 do you know what I mean yeah, well um, that's why they have to put it on at 10 o'clock clearly <laughs> absolutely in case Lee takes his shirt off <laughs> It'd become Lee without a shirt. <laughs> Lee, the topless man. <laughs> yeah. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. Please fasten your seatbelts and enjoy the ride. The Wuhan Open was an interesting uh, choice of location, wasn't it? Do you think they're trying to repair their image after what happened in yes. 2020? I think they've spent a lot of money just getting it in Wuhan to go, no, we've got... We've got more than viruses. We've got snooker as well. Well, there you go. We've got match fixers. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Not anymore, mate. They've been chucked off tour, all of them. They have, yes. But there has been a big scandal in snooker recently, and I don't know if you've heard about it, Tom. Scoregate. And, uh, well, basically, <laughs> you, you look you look really thrilled, Tom. Uh, Scoregate is one of these things that are very common in snooker, seemingly getting more common by the tournament, and that all the scores going off mid-frame, basically. Mm. And there's been a couple of people that are usually quite reserved in their opinions kicking off about it. I'm going to give you three guesses to guess one of them. Ali Carter. No. He's the, yeah, since when is he reserved in his opinions? Oh, I thought you were being sarcastic. I'm not being sarcastic. Oh, okay, well, I, I, I retract the captain then. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Ooh, who's reserved? Fergal O'Brien. <laughs> That's a good guess. Could also be a pundit as well. Uh, uh, it's not just players. Steve Davis. No. Because he watches the Northern Ireland Open, doesn't he? Oh, Neil, Neil Folds. <laughs> no, good guess. Uh, Dave Hendon. I was about to was say Dave Hendon. Oh, um, what's he been saying? And the, the uh, well, the, just that's not good enough. And Barry Hawkins was the other one. I mean, it is quite a, a crucial part of any sport is knowing the score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it just, you know, I mean, they've got their new app and their new scoring website and things, and it's all just a little bit amateurish at the moment, in my opinion, what's going on. They've done a very strange thing of going, we've got a brand new scoring app that is far worse than what it was, so you yeah. just go, why have you 
Why have you why, bro- you've well, broken it? Why have you broken yeah, it? I, I don't, just don't know what they were thinking. But uh, funnily enough, on me recommended a few days ago on YouTube, uh, up popped the uh, John Higgins and Ricky Walden guess the guess the player where they have to stick the mm-hmm. the player on the head, and it was absolute hilarity. And that was five years ago, right? Mm. I think they were starting to make content that that people would watch. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was, it was light hearted. I mean, you, John Higgins and Ricky Walden, you don't put those two together normally, but uh, John Higgins' impression of Liang Wen. This could have done a cue the laughter. I've just realised. Um, John Higgins' impression of Liang Wenbo was fantastic. I don't know if we want to get that up, Tom, because. Um, Do you want me to, to find it now? Hang on, let me. Let me get it. No, I'll I'll get it. Hang on. Hang on. Yep. Come on. Come on. Um, Wembo. That was quite good, actually. I think the true travesty of Liang Wenbo getting banned from the tour is that we will never see his impression of John Higgins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's quite very good. Very how good. Did no. they, how did they convince them to do that? Because it's a bit of a weird thing to say. We want to do a video of you people who are not known for impressions doing impressions <laughs> of your colleagues. Yeah, well, it's not all impression-based. It was You had to give them clues on who they were. Oh. So Ricky Walden was just giving John all of the nicknames. He was like, gentlemen, or, you know, Lincolnshire Sausage, or... <laughs> yep. um, yeah, <laughs> so so Ricky Walden did really well, or John Higgins did really well, and then they said, well, no nicknames now. And who pops out but Ronnie O'Sullivan on the very next one, and uh, they just basically pee themselves laughing. And John goes, oh, I was going to say the rocket, and then... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want more of this content. I want more, more exactly. of... Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just don't know why, you know, we were talking about WST and their new app and all of this, and they're trying to improve their image or whatever to the the wider audience. But they were doing stuff many years ago that would have done that. So, do you, are, are we basically saying we think what they need is a like a, a time pe- machine? <laughs> well, they, a they needed a time machine to before <laughs> all those players match fixed and just to go no, no, don't do it. They need that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> But also, they they need a like a PR manager who's more like how can we make this actually fun? I don't know if you've seen the the sponsor for the upcoming UK Championship. No. Or oh, can I ever guess? <laughs> is it? Is it? You're never going to guess it. But go on, give it a go. Uh, hula hoops. <laughs> you know what? Hula hoops would sound more serious than what this does. Is it sponsored by Chris Henry's balls? <laughs> the balls by Chris Henry. No, it is the Mr. Q Bingo <laughs> UK Championship. No, it's a, it's a triple crown event. It's supposed to be one of the big events. I'm sure, I'm sure, unless I dreamt this. Maybe I dreamt this. But, um,. UK Championship. Let's have a look. Uh, yeah, Mr. Q UK Championship. 
Oh my god! I mean, I'd, I'd never even heard of Mr. Q Bingle. Do you know what I mean? It does make me wonder how much money do we need to sponsor a tournament? Because clearly, they're not getting. They can't be getting tons from Mr. Q Bingo, can they? I mean, what even is Mr. Q Bingo? Do I dare look? <laughs> but it's worked, Joe. We're talking about Mr. Q Bingo. It's it's, in, it's entirely worked for them, not for Mr. the Mr. Q official website. Oh my God! It's it, there's the logo is Mr. Q, and there's an eyeball in the Q just looking around. Rather, well, it's in the top ten best bingo sites UK. So, so is it? it I presume it's the letter Q, not Snooker yes, Q. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not Snooker Q. So have they just done it? Because oh, it sounds a bit like Q, <laughs> which is a snooker thing. <laughs> you know what? It, if that much thought went into it, I would eat my hat. I, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think it did, Tom. I think it's a fluky coincidence. You know, I never expect snooker to be Formula One or football, or but it should be at least on par with cricket. Ooh. Really, you know. Weren't there cricket teams in the... In the 100. That were sponsored by, like, Quavers and stuff? <laughs> yes, but come on, Tom. Mr Quavers bingo <laughs> is going to be better than Mr Q bingo. Because <laughs> it's, it's interesting because I always think when these people sponsor events, they have like, you know, kazoo on on the waistcoats. But maybe the sponsors should do more. They should go, OK, we want we want to sponsor the event. But during the interval, we want a video of Mark Williams eating some quavers. I, what would be quite nice is if if it was the quavers UK championship, if they all had to wear yellow or something. Yes, yes, that's or what they Or a yellow need. accessory, you know. Yeah, that'd be good. Like, Chris Wakelin's got a yellow bow tie. There are dress codes at tournaments, you know, like the, the home nations are black shirt, black trousers, to which... Uh, Ding Zhongwei, yeah. Ding he... got Dr. Frame, yeah, because he wore brown trousers. So, I mean, that was a bad fashion choice anyway, but, <laughs> you know. Should we let the referee doctor players points if he just, if he just doesn't like their outfits? <laughs> Look at those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it shouldn't be the referee. It should be Rob Walker. That decides. <laughs> yeah, Chris Wakelin's going to start this match with a two-frame advantage because Rob mm. Walker likes his shoes. <laughs> and check out those shoes. What would you do if like, Gary Wilson approached you? And he went, oh, Joe Hallard, I like your YouTube stuff. I'm starting a, a northeast snooker podcast. A northeast snooker podcast? Yep, he said uh, that was actually the real Gary Wilson just popping in just now. <laughs> uh, what, uh, but I'd have to sever ties with you, is that, the, is that the idea? Yeah, but you'd have to give up the Snooker Loopy podcast. Mm, I'd, I, I would stick with what we do. I believe in what we do. Yes, there we go. Yeah. In your face, Gary but that's, Wilson. That's, that's the thing. Like I was thinking about this the other day because obviously WST's official podcast is run by a comedian and uh, an ex-pro or current professional, I should say, Stephen Hendry. Sorry for the disrespect. Um, Whereas this podcast is a comedian and a future pro. <laughs> a professional snooker YouTuber. <laughs> I mean, you've probably made more on snooker YouTube than some of the professional players have made this season. Ooh, that's that's very that's very interesting thought. Certainly made more than Stephen Hendry. 
<laughs> but you, you know, I was thinking this before: of what if they'd approached you? And I was thinking, would Tom ditch me? <laughs> and I, I'm not sure you would. I, I, I don't no, know. No, no. Yeah. I, I I always feel loyalty is very important, and I yeah. I'd go. No, I want to do it with Joe. Yeah. I would I would say to them, I'm interested. But can you pay me to do it with Joe? But you know, you could make such a good show because it could be anchored by two people, me and you, <laughs> and then and then have a guest on every week. You know, oh, this week we're joined for you know just the middle of the podcast by whoever, and then we still have our silly bits at the start and at the end. You know, it, it's it's an easy format win. The problem is, Tom, they don't know we exist. <laughs> How do we make them know we exist? They don't even follow me on Twitter anymore, Tom. So they unfollowed you? I think so. Oh, this should be front page of the Metro tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe we can do the um, the Breakaway Tours official podcast, Tom. <laughs> Maybe that's what Is that be. what we should be aiming for? We should be yeah. already forgetting about WST and going, <laughs> how can we get involved in the new thing? Well, it would be our luck, Tom, that, that we'd, we'd finally get our official WST podcast and then the breakaway tour would <laughs> happen straight away. That would be our luck. Yeah, and they'd be like... But we'd be stuck in a contract for six mm-hmm. years or something and we'd have to be talking about Fan Zhengzhi versus... Um, Chris Wakelin in the World Championship final. Best of 35. I fancy, I fancy Chris Wakelin to win that. Do you know oh, what well, I mean? Like, fan, yeah. fan was very good in the semi-final against Peter Lines. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It would be that. It, they'd have said to us, here's the contract. Next week, you're interviewing Ronnie O'Sullivan. And we turn up and go, oh, God, why are we chatting to bloody Jensen Kendrick? No offence, <laughs> Jensen, but... Yeah, I mean, maybe we uh, maybe we need to have a tagline for Snooker Loopy to be the unofficial WST podcast. <laughs> Is there anything stopping them for uh, stopping us from claiming ourselves as that? We could say it stands for like World Snoopy, <laughs> S- Sloopy, World. S- I'm trying to put Snooker and Loopy together as a word. It doesn't really work, but something that is like different. WST, what else could it stand for? Wonderful Snooker Tour. Tournament. <laughs> Wonderful Snooker Tour. That, that'll do it. Yep. There you go. No one's copyrighted that. Yep. Get on it. <laughs> Before somebody else does. This has very quickly turned to us going, yeah, we're going to start the Breakaway League. Yes. Yeah. If you're watching WST, we still want the job. <laughs> oh, and the four stars at Trustpilot. Decent. Mr Q, the award-winning, no-nonsense casino you've never heard of. Joe, shall we cue the music? Cue the music, oh dear. Now, oh Joe, dear. I wanted to find something, and I, I've discovered something recently. Did you know, Joe, in 1983, Ray Reardon released a song... Not until this very moment, Tom. And I can't find it online. It's Aww. I found it on Discogs. It's called It's Snooker Again. That's what it's called. So if anyone has got this or knows a way of us tracking it down... Could you find it on eBay? Um, well, it's only on vinyl, so I don't know how we'd get it. Oh. I, I don't, do you have a vinyl player? I don't have a vinyl player. Toby does, though. <sighs> so. Okay. But Toby doesn't listen to this podcast. 
fuck's sake, Toby. Um, <laughs> you won't even hear that. <laughs> we need to find someone with a vinyl player who can tell us what this song is. Yes. Or find Ray Reardon. <laughs> If anyone can find Ray Reardon and ask him to sing it, <laughs> oh well, surely he's got. He's surely he's got to have a copy. Well, it was released in 1983, so I presume it would be the very first song by like a professional snooker player. So that's something I'm <laughs> gonna track down eventually because I wanted it for the Halloween special, Ray Reardon. So I can't get that yet. So what I've got for you, Joe, you might remember that the the very first cue to music was a, a certain commentator singing snooker loopy dennis yes that our very uh yeah okay and since then a few times we've discussed the idea of asking another snooker commentator to sing snooker loopy no way i'll play it in the podcast now and joe you can you could let me know what you think of this oh my god hello it's john virgo here uh, this is a request for Snooker Loopy, which was a matchroom thing with Steve Davis and uh, Dennis Taylor and Willie Thorne. Not my song. Mine was from Big Break. Uh, it's only a game. But you've asked me to do it, uh, so I'll do it. Uh, it's Snooker Loopy, not so we. Me and him and them and me. Great lines. We'll show you what to do with a load of balls and a snooker cue. Pop the reds and screw back for the yellow, green, brown, blue, pink or black. Snooker loopy nuts are we. We're all snooker loopy. A well done to Chaz and Dave. Where's the cue ball going? Cheers. Ah, <laughs> oh, that that is that is brilliant. Book again. <laughs> I like that. That button. Ah, uh, ah, uh, that that's really good, Tom. What did you What did you think of JV? Oh, he's such a good sport, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? The, the, the just <laughs> the fact he gave us a history on Snooker Loopy, a match room, and also talked to plugged his own music. I mean, he basically <laughs> he basically went, "Oh, you're going to have to book me again if you want big break." He basically said that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he proceeded to read out a message <laughs> but he sung the last line so it does count it does count i feel like he did more of a uh like a spoken word interpretation of the piece well i thought it was quite beautiful tom <laughs> <laughs> i thought you'd think so mate uh i thought it was great i thought it was great how much did that set you back then tom I think he was forty-five. I think pound. That's what he cost. No, yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, Mate, if it was forty-five pence, I would not leave JV alone. Like every day, I'd be like, "Can you say this? Can you say this?" No, I, I mean, what a sport to to do that. You know, we know Dennis. I mean, it's his song, mm. <laughs> um, but. No, that that was good. It was quality and, and nice to talk around it as well. And he, a, a good old where's the cue ball going at the end. That that makes it for me. Well, I love that. I feel like he 
every video message, he's like, that's my catchphrase. People will want my catchphrase. I've got to put it in. <laughs> I, just, I just love the thought that somebody's outside of his room where he's doing this. And he he does four or five of them in a row. And they just hear him going, where's the cue ball going at the end? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then he goes, oh, damn, I wasn't even recording that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bless him. Any great, eh? He is, yeah. No, he's a national treasure, is John Virgo. It has made me go... I think we need to try and get him to sing Big Break as well, just because... Well, I think I, I think what we need, Tom, is him to give a little message to our viewers and give us a, give a plug. That's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm going to end giving so much money to sneaker players. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, you're, you're keeping him alive. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, with both JV and Dennis, I'm like, well, I'll regret it if I don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If this time in three years they're not here, I'll be like, I'm yeah. so glad I paid them money to are you, are you saying that? Are you saying that Ken Doherty's got more than a year? God, Joe, don't make me get Ken as well. <laughs> I'm already gutted that I missed Willie Fawn. <laughs> I could have paid him to sing Big Willie Style by Will Smith. <laughs> Well, that's why we need to find Ray Reardon quick. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have one of these uh, memos, does he? No, I think he's um, he's probably... <laughs> Generally, my first thought was to say, I think he's too old for it. But then Dennis and JV are on it, so... <laughs> they're, not, they're not that much younger than Ray. Yeah, I think Ray's 90 true. now. Bless him. Bless him. If, if anyone, do you know what? I always say this. I always say, if anyone can help us do this, I know full well we don't have enough listeners who have enough contacts to help us. But, yeah, anyone... but maybe one day, Ray Reardon's next door neighbour might listen to this podcast, or Ray Reardon himself might. That's very true. If we name this podcast something. Uh... The Ray Reardon Halloween special or something. <laughs> yes, Ray Ray Reardon uh, Dracula special. But yeah, it almost seems uh, strange to ask Joe. But what what rating would you give JV singing Snooker Loopy? I think because it's JV, I've got to give him a seven. <laughs> Why is Len Goodman appearing? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've heard JV say that before. In that I think, tone, I think I'd give him an eight. I don't know whether I'm yeah. being swayed because I've paid for it. Oh, well, well, I mean, I would give him a ten out of ten if it was all on, you know, just love for John Virgo. Hmm. Of course, we should have would, called yeah. it the John Virgo podcast, really, shouldn't we? Maybe that's where we've gone wrong. But then people would be expecting JV to host it. That's the thing, John Virgo. He once launched a podcast called Where's the Cue Ball Going? He released one episode and then stopped. Yeah, uh, well, for season two of this podcast, Tom, we're going to get all these guests on. Uh, are you going to interchange John and Dennis uh, <laughs> in the intros? <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe I'll get a new player for every episode. Like, 
<laughs> yes, for all this, the money that this podcast <laughs> makes, that, that will pay your £45 per time. But there we go, JV singing Snookaloopy. <laughs> God knows how we're going to follow that next month or next week or whenever we do the next one. <laughs> well, I, I'll I'll sort out a memo. <gasps> I'll see if I can, I can do Is it. Is it going to be you singing as Dennis Taylor, Snookaloopy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying when it'll happen. It'll just surprise you. Ooh. Who's it going to be? When I work out what the hell I'm doing with it. I don't even know who else is on Memo. I just know they're on there. I presume that Ronnie's not on it. Well, I, I've just typed in Snooker, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. I mean, I'm not going to tell you one of the players on there because uh, I think that's going to be my memo. But uh, <laughs> there's uh, Stephen Hendry, who's £54. Mm-hmm. Then Sean Murphy, who's £46. Ken, Ken, who's 34, then Dennis, 45. Gary Wilson, the Tyneside Terror for a tenor. Oh, that's a bargain. <laughs> Mark King <laughs> for £14. Mark Davis for £22. Mark Joyce for £20. Curtis Norman. I don't know who Curtis Norman is. I've never heard of Curtis Norman. But he's Norman. got a picture with Judd Trump there, £10. Alexander Rosenbacker, Federer of the Bays, <laughs> £15. And then Jade Slusarisic, who's apparently a TV presenter and Sky Sports walk-on girl. And I have a feeling that might be Jimmy Wife's... Uh, Jimmy Wife's... <laughs> 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 Jimmy Jimmy White's uh, person, but it might not be. I just know that whoever Jimmy White is with is uh, a walk-on girl. So, mm-hmm. oh, snooker referee. Oh, who? Pro Pro Latina. Oh, I was hoping it was going to be Leo Scullion. <laughs> no, and then John McDonald who is apparently a, an MC for snooker, but I've never seen him before. Oh, if Rob Walker was so, on there, mate, God. But there is, there is, there is another one on there that is going to be my my memo. So, and I think it's going to be a cracker. Is it going to be and Dennis? Dennis again? It's not going to be Dennis. No. Okay, I look, I look forward <clears> to this, mate. Snooker, Loopy, nuts are we? We're all snooker, Loopy. Joe, we've cued the music. Shall we cue the laughter? Hmm. This item I have found is something I've actually bought. So it's not it's Ooh. not going to be me trying to make you buy it for once, which you'll be very happy about. Well, you, you know what, Tom? I, I'd actually lined up a cue the laughter as well, so I'll I'll hold that for next time. Well, unless you want to go first or... No, 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 I want to see. Okay, well, what I thought, <laughs> it's... Um, I was looking for something that's Halloween-themed. And I, I found a, a signed photo of three players, which is Halloween themed. I think it must have been part of, I don't know what it was for. I bought it hoping that the, the photo would have some information and it's got no information whatsoever. So all I know from the seller is that this was <laughs> this was produced to be some sort of a promotional item for like a, a Halloween ticket sale or something. So I'll send you the picture that was on eBay of this item. I'll send you the picture now. Oh, oh my God. Deary me. Are you scared? 
I mean, I'll never look at Stuart Bingham the same way again. <laughs> In many ways, isn't that the story of this podcast? I mean, Neil Robertson just looks like when he's tired, and Mark Selby looks like when he's tired, but Bingham looks truly terrifying. So I have that here in my, in my hands. Wow. And for the listeners at home, I'll probably do a video version of this little clip. It's um, it's Mark Selby, Neil Robertson, and Stuart Bingham as zombies. <laughs> yes, Bingham looks particularly terrifying. The other two, I can sort of see it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it means not only has some marketing person gone, do you know how we can sell tickets at Halloween? Let's turn these free players into zombies. But this is this is signed, Joe. This picture, yeah. And I can I can I can confirm that that is Stuart Bingham's authentic signature. So Mark Selby, Neil Robertson, and Stuart Bingham have all had someone come up to them and go, "Can you sign this picture of you as zombies? You're just a snooker player. You're just a normal man." And someone goes, "We've made you into a zombie, Stuart Bingham. Can you sign it?" Like. I was hoping for some information, but there's nothing. So all I know is that this exists. I don't know what for, but but I've got it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's staring into my soul. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the question is, Tom, would you like uh, would you let him have a bite of your neck? <laughs> <laughs> Well, for Bingham, do you know what I mean? Like, I think you'd have to, wouldn't you? Um, I think instead of instead of brains, he, he'd be going balls like that all the time. Yeah, hot tubs. <laughs> Maybe that's what he looks like after he spent a bit too long in the hot tub. Oh dear! Oh dear! Poor guy. There we go, Joe of zombie zombie snooker players. One of the weirdest crossovers I've ever yes. seen. Well, very apt for the occasion. <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that on my wall. I might try and frame it. I think it looks quite nice as a. Yeah, no, it's 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 pretty good. I mean, you know, to have those three signatures on it as well as. How much was that? That was, I think it was fifteen pounds. Okay. Which I thought was was all right. I'm quite sure it's a one-off. I've not seen it anywhere else. I mean, for all we know, somebody's made that picture and got it signed. And that's not even part of a promotion. Or maybe in the works is a a zombie snooker <laughs> film starring these three players. Possibly. Like the, the the undead crucible or something like that. Instead of snooker spooker. <laughs> the spooker world championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's a story of uh, Dennis and JV. They've locked themselves in the crucible because there's a zombie infestation. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes like a Shaun of the Dead thing, but all the zombies are snooker players. <laughs> yeah. And they're trying to get JV and Dennis's brains. And they're like, oh, watch out. Oh, it's zombie Bingham. Quick, throw it, throw, throw, <laughs> throw the ball at him. And as, as JV throws it, he goes, where's the cue ball going? In your face. Watch. <laughs> well, there you go. You've got your next BBC4. <laughs> Radio 4 series sorted, haven't you? <laughs> Imagine if this was the start for what makes me my millions. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. this time next year, yeah. you'll be a millionaire. Absolutely. About time, mate. Because of that idea. Yeah. <laughs> 
Anything else we want to say in this podcast? Uh, you know what? I think we've 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 touched on a lot of topics today actually i mean we can look ahead i don't know what's coming up in the next uh, month or so in the snooker calendar well it's, it's the champion of champions next month isn't it yeah um i don't know when exactly that is but uh let's have a look snooker calendar i mean i was sort of hoping when i type in snooker calendar it comes up with uh the official 2024 snooker calendar but <laughs> with all their school photos one can hope. Right. Um, we've got the International Championship, 5th to the 12th of November. Uh, then you've got uh, Q204 at the Landywood Snooker Club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you might enjoy the Landywood. Um, <laughs> and then the Champion of Champions uh, on the 13th of November. So Is that at Hazel Grove, the Champion of Champions? It's at the University of Bolton Stadium. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> Speaking of weird sponsorships then, uh, right there. Um, <laughs> and then after that, you've got uh, the Mr. Q UK Championships. Whee! Oh, I'm looking forward to the Mr. At the Barbican. I'm just going to call it the Mr. Hey, Q. Yeah, the shootouts before Christmas this year. Did you know that? I did. It's in um, Swansea or something now. They keep changing, Swansea? They keep changing their yeah. location. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they had that big post outside the Crucible with uh, all of the tour dates, and most of them were wrong, I think. But... Um, yeah, and then you've got the Scottish Open. And then you've got German Masters qualifying uh, on the 18th to the 23rd of December. Oh, I'm sure the players are delighted about that. That's, that's all you need just before Christmas, isn't it? And then you've got the Macau Masters, uh, 26th to the 29th of December. Right, well, it's been fun as always, Joe. Lovely to chat to you. Oh, uh, yeah, no, brilliant, brilliant chat. Looking forward to seeing uh, who makes the Champion of Champions and... Yeah, we'll catch you all in about two weeks. Leave your comments below what you thought about John Virgo and uh, his singing, not just generally. Don't just... (laughs) I mean, you can. Just let us know below what you think of John Virgo. See you later.